On this week's episode, Kathy and Sarah get candid about expectations they've had on a variety of topics, following up with the unanticipated reality of these experiences. They also welcome their very first guest, who chimes in on the subject as well. Thank you and enjoy! Welcome back to another episode of We've We've Made Made a Mistake. Mistake. This is Sarah. And this is Kathy. What are we going to get into this week, Kathy? Expectations. (laughs) (laughs) Expectations versus reality. Yes. So in this episode, we're just going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's not really a theme to this, huh? Yeah, I think... We're just going to talk about shit in life that they don't Mm -hmm. tell you the things Mm -hmm. that we have mistakenly had certain expectations on. Mm -hmm. That ended up very differently than what we initially thought. Yeah. So it can relate to work, romance, friendship, media, random things. Yep. (laughs) You name it, basically. Yeah. Um, And I do want to start this episode off with another little toast, you guys. It was our very own Kathy Renee's 29th yes. Shut up. <laughs> 20 I'm finally legal. <laughs> finally, finally, don't have to use my fake. I'm so excited. She's one year away from 30. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Bitch. Just kidding. How do you uh, feel? I, I feel great. I mean, obviously, January 6th was an amazing day. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know, you know, I got my sunshine kind of stolen from me from not only Kim and Kanye, but, you know, white supremacy. Yeah. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so, yeah. So how do you feel? <laughs> well, um, we're going to make tonight the best night. We're going to compensate for yes. what happened on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I love you so much. Thank and you. I wouldn't have done this with anyone else. I'm so glad that you thought about this and thought about oh. me. And happy birthday, Kathy. Thank you. And you're so special and oh. warm and loving and oh my God. fucking funny and beautiful inside and out. Oh my and you're just the best. And I want everyone. Are you to trying know. to get in my pants? I I'm don't. trying to date you. <laughs> This whole podcast is a ploy to <laughs> grow closer to you. <laughs> okay. So happy birthday, Kathy. Thank you. Social distance cheers. Cheers. With our trulies. Chink. Chink. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we're having trulies on they the were, cast. They were $2. On the pod. They were $2 off. Oh, my God. Compared to the I White Claws. And I was just like, you know what? I'm trying to be a saving Sally this year. So. <laughs> is truly like the – um. The generic version of White Claws? No, I, well, I don't know that much about it, mm-hmm. but I just know that there was a time, like, you were either a Truly girl or a White Claw girl. Are there any, like, because you know how they say about White Claws, like, uh, wh- White Claw, no law, something claw. <laughs> <laughs> they have little sayings about claws. <laughs> no, oh, no laws while you're drinking claws. That's what they say. They uh, meaning that I don't know who, the kids. <laughs> that sounds really, like, Frat boy. You've never heard that before? No. No? Yeah, you're right. It, I think, doesn't it? I think that like, originated that in like the frats. It, it came up like when they were playing like beer pong and they're yeah. just like, oh my gosh, claws, let's make it, <laughs> let's make a saying. <laughs> like, is there any for Truly that you know of? 
true. I think it would be more truly, sophisticated. Truly, truly, truly decadent. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the classy white claw. Yeah, I this is like. like when you're about to turn thirty, but you want to be hip, aka me. No, you're doing right now. <laughs> but I want to be edgy and not like you know the mainstream. She's so. wearing tie dye while she's drinking. Yeah, I'm wearing tie dye. <laughs> Might listen to some reggae after. We'll see. <laughs> So let's just dive right in to expectations versus the reality. reality. The first topic is going to be like anything regarding lifestyle. Yes. So just one thing um, that's directly relevant to what we're doing right now, podcasting. Yes. So our whole podcast setup slash studio. is not what you expect. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case you guys aren't aware, let me give you a visual. So we're podcasting out of Kathy's studio, mm-hmm. um, which is adorable. I love it here. Genuinely, I love the area. Um, jokingly, I like to dub this place podcasts. <laughs> Get it? Because she's Kathy. Because my name is Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> so – but I think before we started this, like even though we knew that we were going to be recording out of your yeah. place, our expectation was that we would be like efficient and tech savvy and like comfy cute, mm-hmm. which I feel like we've accomplished for the most part. Yeah, I mean, we have merch. Yeah, ex- <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> um, but the reality is, you know, we have a whole like social distancing setup yeah. going on. So Kathy sits on her bed on one side of the room. Mm-hmm. While I sit on a pillow on the opposite end of the room, Mm -hmm. but I'm, like, on the floor on a pillow. (laughs) Yeah. And – I just think from, like, watching mm -hmm. the YouTube videos of actual podcasts of them, like, in this cute little studio with, like, a long table. They have the – The little headphones. Yeah. Yeah. And they just, like, are very comfy. I'm basically Mm -hmm. just describing Call Her Daddy set. But (laughs) but that's what I, like, visually thought we would embody. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's a little. It bit looks different. a little different, but I still wouldn't have it any other way. Oh yeah, I'm so comfy, and I love I love like the fact that this is like such a humble little beginning. Yeah, and then like the kitchen's right there if we want some snacky snacks. Yeah, it's, it's just, really close by the bathroom. Everything's right within arm's reach. Like I feel just very comfortable. It's in, this was all intentional. Yeah, so we're <laughs> humble people. So. <laughs> Um, Kathy also lives in a flight path, so you might have heard a plane <laughs> a time or two. Um, for those of you who aren't aware, Kathy also has two cats. <laughs> They've made a couple of guest appearances yes. unexpectedly. <laughs> um, and it's funny because anytime Peter's in the litter box, it sounds like Fight Club. Like, I, I don't know what is up with his it's bowel so movements. It's so sad. <laughs> I think he just – I feel bad because I think he's he's a big cat and he tries to, like, cover his – you know, his number twos and ones, <laughs> but he doesn't know how. And he just like keeps scratching until I think he mentally thinks, I think I did it. I and he like comes yeah. out and I'm just like, you're doing good, sweetie. <laughs> she really does. She encourages him a lot. It's super endearing. So yeah, so that's how it looks. I'll, we'll post a picture of it yeah. on We'll give you guys a little Instagram. sneak peek of the visual. <laughs> of the hot visual yeah. of how we look in our bartender cute uniforms our bottle service our bottle service uniforms no and seriously every time we've recorded i just come over in sweats and a t-shirt and like house slippers yeah (laughs) i'm pretty much the same so (laughs) it's like this is our natural environment Mm -hmm. um another one 
living in a small like yes. we both relate to this we live in a small space so just to like go on mm-hmm. that i my square footage including like my kitchen and restroom it's 375 mm-hmm. give or take square footage so it's pretty small yeah. um and i've always gravitated towards small spaces i used to be obsessed with watching tiny houses <laughs> yes <laughs> i love it or like van life i mean i was obsessed mm-hmm. um but living in it, like I love it, mm-hmm. but it's like if something's out of place, it yeah. just looks like chaotic mess. It throws off the whole thing. Yeah. You ha- I, I like sweep every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just like decor wise, mm-hmm. that's another topic is I expected to go because I like like that boho look. Yeah. yeah, like fun. Mm-hmm. And then that looks like very minimalistic but hip and easy, yeah. but in actuality – it's expensive. <laughs> like mm-hmm. those rattan decors or those like yeah. random colored pillows can yep. set you back hundreds of dollars. And I'm just like, well, this is extremely ironic for something that looks tattered and ugly. Yes. Or not ugly, but like intentionally ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally relate to that. First of all, tiny houses, I was obsessed with them yes. for a period of time. So I actually looked into buying a tiny house, but mm-hmm. apparently that kind of community isn't like, it hasn't reached San Diego yet. Mm-hmm. Like really, there's a lot to it also. Like if you, especially if you're living out of like, um, like a trailer type setup, mm-hmm. like you need to have hookups for like your yeah, water. Plumbing and, and all plumbing, of that. Yeah. And that's exactly. what I watch too. I kind of um, when you would watch on YouTube, like it is do su- the suggestions afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch the tiny house, um, like decorations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then the, the next thing suggests like bad things about tiny houses. Yeah. And I'll click on it. And I'm like, I don't want to ruin my mood, and I'll like change it. But it's always like plumbing and yep. something. Um, yeah, like you you think it's super minimalistic mm-hmm. and like um low maintenance but the reality is like there's a lot that goes into that you don't think about like the modern day conveniences of having plumbing in like a, a building like an apartment building yeah. or like a condominium complex like you don't have to worry about those little details whereas mm-hmm. you have to crunch those out when exactly. thinking about tiny living um but there was a period of time where i was like seriously entertaining it like i was looking into I was looking mortgages at, I was looking for into tiny homes. vans yeah. i legit was looking into vans i'm like i can park this mm-hmm. outside my work yeah. <laughs> i can go and this where is would you I, shower this is what i was climbing like almost yeah. every day yeah. in the morning oh you go to the gym to shower. yeah and so okay. i'd be like oh this is perfect i'll just i'll even park right by the gym like <gasps> maybe I'll find like a little tiny like community because there was a lot of people that that aisled the roads in their vans um mm-hmm. and you know they lived in them and i'm like oh my gosh that's the type of life i want to live yeah um I get it. but then in actuality i remember um i looked back on the nights like when we were young and crazy <laughs> and like when I would go out I remember there were times when I used to go out and work at five in the morning at Robex yeah yep. um and I'd sleep I slept in my car like twice one time because I got out at like three in the morning like when everything closed down and mm-hmm. stuff I'm like I might as well just I have, well stuff, just in, go to work. I have stuff in my locker at work so I might as well just stay and I just remember kind of like when I woke up, I'm like, this is kind of scary. Like, I'm, I'm a girl in my car by myself. So I just thought, like, that could probably be another thing about, like, van life, maybe. Mm-hmm. if The dangers. Yeah, the, the dangers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But if anyone wants to give me a tiny house, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't turn it I know. Down. <laughs> oh, maybe if someone gives us a tiny house, that could be our new pod lot. Oh, yes. <gasps> and I can live in it. 
okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing too, I live in a very small space. Mm-hmm. So my condo I think is barely 600. It might be like 610. That's still pretty big yeah or like especially in San Diego it it feels bigger compared to the spaces I've lived in previously Mm -hmm. um and yeah I too thought it was just gonna be like super easy I don't have very many like items Mm -hmm. so I thought you know I would just live very minimalistically and I don't need more beyond my yeah. needs and it would encourage me not to like hoard and like hold on to shit that I don't really need I know well Sarah doesn't know but like if I have little storage areas and if you were to open it I think it would just come crashing what, like down. your shower um, my closet <laughs> is packed my like underneath this thing that used to be like a bed area that you would pull out that's just oh, the Murphy fun. bed thing yeah the Murphy yeah. bed under my bed, it's just like <laughs> – so it's like – it's hard to get rid of stuff. But. Wait, I've seen under your bed before, oh. and it's just cat toys. Okay. <laughs> it's like all my cat stuff. Um, we'll get into that another time. Uh, but, yeah, so home life. Yeah. And also different. I have to say for someone who also strives for that, like, boho chic mm-hmm. aesthetic – um, it's very expensive. Oh, yeah. It's like home goods. Home goods, yeah. I mean, yeah. home goods is – ideal Mm -hmm. but I feel like I I justify in my mind like they're they're more cheap among some of the like other retailers yeah that says a lot because like I think home goods is reasonably priced Mm -hmm. but still like but then I I'm like I'm sick in the head because I tell myself oh I can get like more even more stuff yeah and then I walk out spending more than I probably would have I know and it's all for like decorative items like what am I gonna do with this little (laughs) elephant like I'm not I no. Yeah, um, like, will this elephant really bring me that much joy? Bring me joy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yes, that's home minimalist yeah. life that we strive, mm-hmm. but working An- on it. <laughs> another one is, um, like, nightlife. Yes. So, um, glamming up at, mm-hmm. among our expectations, I would have just this abundance of confidence. I might even find my soulmate, you know? Yeah. Um, or you do your hair. Like, I think that's always, like, kind of in the back. Obviously, uh-huh. you're going with your girls, but there's, like, something, like, a little 5 to 15% in uh-huh. the back of your mind that's, like, you know what? I might meet someone Oh, tonight. mine was 50. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I had it. Like, I was, like, okay. I'm not going to lie. Part of the fun in going out when you're single uh-huh. is that thought. What if I meet the one, you know? I think I'm like that. And then when I'm a couple drinks in, I turn into like this very protective person of myself. And I'm like, get away from me. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say after a couple of drinks, you turn into like just like a twerking. Oh, well, that too. But I need my space. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The reality of the situation, though, is um, when you wear heels during a night out, like I still have not found a pair of heels that Mm -hmm. don't hurt me by the end of the night. I get blisties. Yeah. I can't, you know, I, I'm sore the next day. Like, mm-hmm. we go hard in our heels. Ve- if you're partying in Vegas, like, oh, this is what comes to mind, like, worst. nightlife. It's dirty. It's scary. It's like when you're in Vegas and you commit to wearing heels, you need to have, like, this mental agreement with your feet. Like, <laughs> bitches, <laughs> it's on for tonight. You're yeah. staying on. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to get hepatitis. Like, <laughs> this is this is it. Yeah. <laughs> It's sweaty. Like going going out, mm-hmm. I'm I'm drenched by the end of the night. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but same. I, I like I don't leave it all how, out on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like you, me, and Ashley, and like mm-hmm. a good amount of our friends. Like mm-hmm. if we dance, we dance. Oh, we, we dance. dance. 
<laughs> like if a song comes on, uh-huh. my head, my body, everything is like there's no one else in the world. Yeah, except me and whoever is singing the song. Yeah. Like <laughs> we're the only two people in the room. Just me dead eyeing the DJ and just like <laughs> bopping my head. Wait, is the DJ your soulmate? <laughs> oh, maybe. But again, like that's that's another expectation reality. Don't go out with the DJ. <laughs> But yeah, there, there's irony in the whole like, what if I find my person mm-hmm. going out tonight? Because it's just like, calm down. <laughs> Finding your person in a fucking nightclub is not a meet cute moment. <laughs> like, know. okay, if you, <laughs> if you're looking for like, so, uh, first of all, yeah. I've I've been in relationships before where like, mm-hmm. um, the person just wants to go out all the time and like yeah. drink and like with their boys and I'm not, I'm not saying that that's unhealthy. Yeah. Like I, mean, I think it's, it's a rarity, but maybe sometimes you'll find a guy that's like, Oh, I don't come here often. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, right, right. I feel like, I feel like that is rare. They, like, they rage yeah. is more likely the case. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I feel like if you enter a relationship with someone who isn't looking to settle down or yeah. they're not looking for a long-term committed situation they're probably at flux nightclub and they bought that table (laughs) exactly they're like popping bottles on the nightly on a weekday that's how you know (laughs) so it's just you know come on just get that out of your head scary too i mean Mm -hmm. i think one of my favorite shows was like sex in the city like when they do the nightlife and be all cute and they walk Mm -hmm. out they hail a cab and it comes but in actuality if you're by yourself and you're trying to get into your uber or hailing a cab mm-hmm. it's you're kind of scared you're like you're holding all your belongings for dear life and you're just like please come <laughs> i was gonna it's away i was gonna say um usually by that point i've had far too much to drink and like i stumble into the uber yeah. like it's not glamorous or cute in any sense of the word like your hair is not in the you're you don't recognize yourself yes no yeah and and let's keep in mind for those of you who have listened to our dating episode like (laughs) among some of the most memorable uber experiences i have had is puking (laughs) well actually i don't remember it but (laughs) the day after puking in an uber and then being confronted with that and just the reality setting in that that's who I was that night. Yeah. You know, I was the person who got sick. I've, I've gone pretty good. I've never puked in a car. Like I've gone to the point where I like, open, open the window. I've opened the door and I'll just throw yeah, up. Right. Um, one time I puked in my purse. Oh God. <laughs> I like looked at my, the items in my purse and I'm like, this purse isn't that ex- expensive or I don't, <laughs> I'm not committed to it. And I just remember taking out – because you don't bring that much out anyway. So I took out my chapstick and my cell phone and Uh my card. And I put it in my pocket. And Uh I was like, fuck it. And I just, like, threw up. my God. I know. (laughs) And then I used the bag the next day. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I threw it out. But (laughs) – Another one is plant parenthood. That's plant with a T. Not planned. (laughs) Plant. We love planned parenthood. Although we do love planned parenthood. Yes. Um. So my initial expectations were, I am a garden goddess, Khalifi, mother of plants. I'm capable of taking care of a living thing that basically requires very little maintenance. Especially house plants um, are supposed to be very easy. Yeah. But the reality was I was just straight up wrong. <laughs> uh, I've killed dozens of succulents in the last year. And I keep buying new ones like an insane person who doesn't learn their lesson, expecting different results. Yeah. I think it's also – there's some cute little 
like mom and pop, like small business mm-hmm. plant shops here that everyone should support. Yeah. Um, but I'll walk in. Name them. Yeah. Name oh, them. Eden. Eden in I think it's like South Park or University City University Avenue. Heights. Yeah. City Heights. Yes, University Heights. <laughs> okay. We're that so a bad. Like, <laughs> we lived here our whole life, and we can't even name the basic. Uh, and shop. then North Park Nursery, like those are really those are good nice. Um, but I'll walk in, and I'll just mm-hmm. be like, "This is my new life. I'm gonna fucking get these plants. I'm gonna be those like really hip. I'm gonna get one of those cute little." like watering cans mm-hmm. and just be this whole new person and it's hard <laughs> yeah it is. um and i've gone crazy like i've turned into like i've been singing to them I've been, well maybe that's what kills them <laughs> but i'll just like do every, like i'm now i'm at the point where like what do i need to do you need to pray oh, what do you want <laughs> I love that. but yeah so i kill i have two that die <laughs> so i kill <laughs> so i kill plants <laughs> but the other ones are like okay so we'll see. I think all of the plants in your house look great. I know you have a, a prized one named Tallulah, Tallulah. who you're Tallulah's trying to revive at work, right at work. Yeah. I put her because I have better lighting there and mm-hmm. I put her out. Um, and yeah, I'm just hoping for the best. I <laughs> Right now, I think my Tallulah loves Lord Haran. <laughs> What is that? Uh, the the is that band. band. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've been playing that and I've been like, giving it. And then our friend Andrew recommended using um, filtered water. Uh-huh. So Wait, have I've you been noticed feeding it. I feel like it. I, or it's just like giving it a lot more attention. That's I don't know. Amazing. But whatever works for Tallulah, I want her to live because that cost me $20. <laughs> and that's an investment to me at this time. <laughs> oh, cute. And for this next point we get to, we introduce to you our mutual best friend, Ashley. Say hi, Ashley. Hey, (laughs) y'all. So I think Ashley can speak to a lot of the things we're about to get into. So our next point is that um, influencers, what were some of the expectations you had about influencers, Kathy? I expected them to just live this glamorous lifestyle, um, just always eating healthy, just fucking perfect skin and, oh, yes. and booty licious buddy booties <laughs> buddy um, and then i got to the point where like i even envisioned that they poop little hearts like i just i just assumed that they just live this glamorous um, just everything stuff. about their life is effortless mm-hmm. and they just set this like beauty standard and there's even but in reality i mean we have a couple i think me and ashley have a couple of examples but uh, there's this Instagram called Influencers in the Wild, and you kind of see, like, the other side of it, like, mm-hmm. how it's going to take it. And I'm not hating on – I'm not honestly hating on influencers. Mm-hmm. I wish my photos looked slapping – or is that the Sla- word? Slaps. Slap. I wish my photos slapped. <laughs> I wish my photos slaps like you're slapping photos. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 29 now, so I don't know. Much. You got to, you gotta like – you got to be up to date with the, the – exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> But it, it looks like a lot of work. I mean, yeah. I – and they have the confidence that, like, I'll just be in my car and I'll try to, like, snap a selfie and I get very self-conscious. Yeah. Um, but I remember when me and Ashley went to the un- on-the-run tour with Beyonce and Jay-Z in Pasadena. We stayed 
a night prior mm-hmm. and we went out to downtown and we had a blast like we were dancing when no one else was dancing um but you weren't even at a club you're like you were at like a sandwich shop we were at a whole foods <laughs> i'm just kidding no, we were at- <laughs> but we were sitting at this bar and there was a group of girls that just embodied like the influencer look like they had the cute bondage dresses like hair oh. done and everything mm-hmm. um i feel like i was in a poncho i forgot what i was in <laughs> but um they looked like in my mind i was i was personally kind of jealous yeah. and they but in actuality they were just sitting down on their phones the whole time mm-hmm. um, they looked bored and miserable honestly I took one look at them, and I was so happy to be me with you, Gabby. Oh, like, oh my God. For real. I was like, y'all, like, are just sitting there looking cute, but you you look miserable. Like, oh, I would yeah. much rather be where I'm at right now than be over there looking bored as hell. Yeah. Which is, which is ironic because when you, like, when you're just on their Instagram page. It looks like a you see, Yeah. You, mm-hmm. it seems as though they have the most exciting, interesting life. Mm-hmm. But the reality, like, from especially that page you're talking about, like, you, you get an insight into, like, the awkwardness around yeah. being an influencer. And that actually, I think that humanizes it a little bit mm-hmm. more for me. And I like that. Like, I yeah. like that that picture took you 50 tries. Yes. Like, I'm how many <laughs> how many shots did it we actually all have to I want to see I want to see an influencer's like photo reel because mm-hmm. I really want to know the dirt like how many shots did it actually take to get that one photo yeah. or that 20 second reel like did, how long did that really take you three hours I know and that okay this is a little off topic but like you know if you ever got like a dick pic from a guy mm-hmm. and then they're just like how many takes did this take <laughs> Like, they're trying to get like the they, right angle. They use portrait mode. Like they make it all hot. Like I'm just they like they have like a photo one of those Photoshop apps. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a little tab that's like growth. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Oh, like they face tune their dick. Like, <laughs> make it shiny. <laughs> Make the skin look perfect. Erase, erase, erase the foreskin. Digital circumcision. I know. But I mean, uh, no, this is very on topic too, because this is just to say, like, there's a this very filtered version of beauty, Mm -hmm. right? And I'll be honest, like, I have, I think I'm pretty honest on my Instagram. I have like my breakdown pictures. Um, Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm fake as hell. Yeah, <laughs> all, like all of my pictures have filters, but I'm like, uh, yeah, if you know me, you know me, but if you don't yeah. know me, you think I'm an angel. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I agree. Like, if yeah, if I'm ever posting a selfie of myself, which is rare because I have uh self esteem issues, <laughs> but on the off chance I do. Bitch, you better believe I am applying like seven filters. Yeah, to that shit. and like all those times, those uh, my favorite parts, like when influencers would take pictures of like selfies and be like hashtag meant like no makeup, like makeup free, and it looks amazing. And I'm just like, okay, what do you, what do you expect my comments are gonna be? I want you to go on their comments and just be like, oh, you look just like me. Like, just so you can, like, but also, okay, you're makeup free, but is there a filter on yeah. it? Like, let's just be really candid. I want them to, or, or take a picture on their Instagram. You know how, like, you could take one on the spot. Like, you don't have to look at your camera roll. You could just take it from the app. Yeah. I want that picture. Right. I want that picture where you just, like, immediately, like, just two seconds, take the picture and be mm-hmm. done. Right. That is a freaking, like, that's a Patriot. Should we? <laughs> <laughs> 
You're a soul. Should we person. make our own, uh, like another page on Instagram and be like the the truth of the? the I don't know. No, I'm trying to get a date right now. So and I, we I we cannot. use no filters. Like we take pics of ourselves like using the toilet. And no, no. no? Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, you do you, Sarah. Okay. But anyway, back on influencers, like the whole embracing like skinny tea and like diet lifestyle like it's not fun Mm -hmm. we can both agree ice cream it's expensive and ice cream tastes better with cream and not frozen bananas yes stop it (laughs) stop trying to make soybeans happen (laughs) and green tea tastes horrible okay i like green tea okay green tea gang shut up <laughs> um ashley have you had an experience that you know didn't meet your expectation okay so my expectation versus reality story it ties into the whole beauty influencer thing um in the way that it's cosmetic right so mm-hmm. okay my story is all about a cosmetic procedure <laughs> that i thought was gonna go one way and instead I walked away looking like the crimson shit from the Sarah Taylor Swift. <laughs> I was suicidal. Like I, it was all you guys. Okay, so basically, um I'll be the first to admit I get Botox, I get my lips done, mm-hmm. I do you boo boo if it's get you, yes. yeah, get yours all for it. Yeah. Yeah. You have one life, like if you if you're gonna feel more confident with some fat ass lips, go get them. So do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway I have always had Botox injections in my forehead, but also my chin, because my chin, when I make certain expressions, look like it looks like a fucking orange peel. It's all wrinkly, <laughs> and it's disgusting, and I hate it. And I've always been super self-conscious about it. So I always get Botox in it, but Botox in your chin doesn't last as long as you, you use your mouth. Like, you talk a lot. So mm-hmm. I was going like once a month, and they were like, you know, if you get filler in your chin, it's going to last like six months. And I was like, okay, more. you got me interested. But it's in America, it's like a thousand fucking million dollars. So I called up my girl down in Tijuana. And I was like, hey, um, you do my lips. I kind of want filler in my chin because I heard it'll last longer than Botox. Um, I set the appointment. Right away, I knew something was wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought that it was just going to be like a few pin pricks of an injection, like, and I was going to be done. No, she starts poking me full of needles, but full of numbing material. Right. Mm. And I'm like, Oh my God, what the hell is about to happen? Mm -hmm. Like my whole fucking face was numb. Mm -hmm. I was like, are we just working on my chin or like, are we doing a full (laughs) goddamn facelift? She starts like making little incisions on the corners of my chin. She's like, oh, this is where the needle is going to go to insert the filler. And I'm like, hang on a minute. This is not what I was expecting out. But I was already fucking committed. So by the time it was done, my chin was already swollen and like pink and shiny. And just like the skin was tight. And I was like, all right, chill. It's fine. I go home. Like I cross the border. It takes hours. By the time I get home my chin is so fucking swollen that my lips like did this weird <laughs> thing where they inverted and my mouth looked like a butthole and I was <laughs> devastated. I was so scared. I was like, what is happening? I was so swollen. My chin, I looked like, yeah, like 
fucking Crimson Chin's brother. Johnny Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) It was like horrifying. I literally didn't leave my room for three days. So (laughs) what I did to, uh, which they say to not do, I started like massaging the area like really hard Mm -hmm. and like just constantly like rubbing it. Mm-hmm. to try to disperse the filler mm-hmm. and it kind of worked you know it kind of worked and then eventually where like as time went on where the incisions were the filler literally started leaking out what <gasps> i didn't know that yes. wait yeah, yeah i did not wait i did not know that at the time that they made actual incisions in your face yeah because you sent us an girl. initial picture and i remember you asked our honest opinion <laughs> um <laughs> What well, kind of Edward Scissorhands shit is this? And I just remember, like, he sent it, and I'm like, and I just, from, like, pictures in yeah. general, I was like, okay, it can, it can calm down. Like, I was like, it looks, yeah, I can yeah. see potential, Ashley. Like, <laughs> yeah, you guys were very gentle with me, and I needed, oh. you know, I needed gentleness, because I was, ugh. Yeah, I was horrified. I was oh. like, I'm, ne- I'm never leaving the fucking house. Called out of work. Like, it was bad. Oh, Ashley, I'm so sorry. My expectation was, okay, it's going to be just like Botox. I'm going to have a few just little injections, whatever. But in reality, don't fuck with your chin. Don't do it. (laughs) Just don't do it. (laughs) Embrace your natural orange peel chin, people. Okay, your orange peel chin and fucking wear it loud and proud, bitch. Okay, if you smile, if you make a kissy face and you got those wrinkles in your chin, just stick with Botox. Don't get the filler. Goddamn. Talk less and learn. And it was expensive. Not expensive because it was Mexico. But, you know, I I basically paid like three four hundred dollars just to like be devastated. (laughs) It it was horrible. (laughs) Uh, That was it sounds like a very hard lesson learned. It was traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to get into adulting expectations versus reality. So I bought a home this year. I bought a condo. And my expectations from the beginning was, you know, you're throwing your money away, paying rent on a monthly basis. Why not pay yourself back? That's money in your pocket. Be your own landlord. It makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. The reality, girl, I've damn near paid $8,000 in interest charges since March. I pay more monthly towards interest than my actual principal. And um, for those of you who don't know, like when we refer to principal, that's just paying off the balance that you owe. Like everything else that you pay are just like fees essentially. So my whole monthly payment is $1,600. And only 380 of that goes towards paying my actual mortgage balance off. The rest is HOA fees, interest, property taxes, insurance. It it honestly has me thinking like no wonder this shit takes 30 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I've gone through hell personally with like the whole property tax thing. Like part of what constitutes your monthly payment is called an escrow account, which that portion of money goes towards your lender setting aside to pay for insurance premiums, property taxes. But I had the pleasure of the county auditing my shit in September, uncovering that I owe an additional $600. And I sent this bill to my lender to pay it from the money that I gave them monthly to take care of just this purpose. And they're refusing 
claiming this bill is associated with an entirely different property, even though my name and property address is on the damn bill. Bitch, I only own this property. I am not money bags. What the fuck? Like, sorry, I'm still heated over this whole debacle with my lender. Anyway, um, they're like a small little micro lender, so I'm not super surprised. Like, their customer service isn't great. Um, I guess that's on me, whatever, trying to go with the cheapest rate. <laughs> What's their phone number? Um, another thing too, any kind of repairs or maintenance issues are a thousand percent on you. Good luck. And like I, I'll say I've been blessed in that sense. Like I've really I really only dealt with a couple of minor issues. Like I had a sulfur gas problem with my bathroom sink. And like the piping where it's like periodically there's just like an awful smell kind of coming out of my bathroom. It's fine. I just pour apple cider vinegar down the drain. That's like the cure-all for anything. If you have a zit, throw some on there too. It'll be fine. Um, (laughs) When I have like uh, hair that's clogged in my bathtub drain, I just have to snake that shit. So I really, I really have only had like minor things here and there but ashley you have also purchased property in 2020 and i know you've had a hell of a time tell us a little bit about what you went through okay where do i begin well first of all i want to just say that sarah you were my inspiration to even go on the the hunt for property because it wasn't even like on my radar but then you got a condo and i was like damn this bitch really got a condo (laughs) and then you know it it prompted me to make my move anyway um my expectation of getting a condo was similar to you like you're gonna you're not gonna throw away your money on rent anymore it's going towards an investment but with mine in particular it was renovated right Mm -hmm. so i was like okay cool renovated means it's like it's perfect like i'm gonna move in right and it's gonna be perfect everything was just re-fucking-done no (laughs) i moved in not one goddamn thing worked. Okay. I moved in. The air conditioner was busted. The fucking wiring was completely done wrong it, throughout the entire condo. Even the, the the breaker, the breaker panel box, whatever, the shit was all fucked up in there. I had a hell of a time. It took me <laughs> like six months just to get my air conditioner fixed. Oh and then, oh, like... So the wiring was all fucked up. I didn't even know what the initial issue was. Mm-hmm. I kept hiring these incompetent electricians who mm-hmm. would come out and fuck my shit up even worse than, mm-hmm. than before they even got there. Mm-hmm. So I've learned a lot, but oh my God, it has been the biggest pain in my ass. I have had moments where I'm like, just burn it to the ground. <laughs> just burn it to the ground. <laughs> shit. I want my insurance money. Like, <laughs> I was a, I was two seconds away from committing insurance fraud. Oh. I was, I was, oh my god! I wanted to rip my fucking hair out. Like, and you guys know. I mean, you guys. We know. Right yeah, now. we're I think, super familiar. I, with well, it. obviously, like I haven't gone through this process um, before or yet. But I just remember when both of you were starting the process, you guys, and like we were all excited. We're like, "Yes, big girl moves!" And then I just remember like talking to you guys later I'm like oh you guys are still in the paperwork process like I, it was like months later I'm like oh okay like I felt like years have gone by I'm like oh you're still expecting like outlets like just stuff that 
I thought was just so much more easy. And then I've learned so much just from listening to you two and our other friend that just Mm -hmm. bought something. Like, I just think it's from watching all those renovation shows where they just flip the house and it looks gorgeous. And then I had... It's their fault. They set you up for failure. (laughs) And then, like, there's other stuff you have to consider, like plumbing and, Mm -hmm. like, wiring. I remember Ashley told me a story how you had... This was obviously during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. and we're still in it, obviously, but... When your cable wasn't working or your internet. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Ashley, your um, your washer dryer, too. Yeah. But they had to, like, stand outside. They couldn't even go in your apartment or your condo. goddamn thing worked in here. They said, like, so the inspector, before I moved in, uh, fucking conspiracy fraud, fraudulent. <laughs> he said everything was good to go. He said he tested everything, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I'm feeling extra good about moving in. Yeah, I moved in. I tried to hook up my internet. Didn't work. I had to call Cox out. They charged me extra fees. But then they couldn't even come in my house because of COVID. So the guy is standing outside my front door directing me as if I'm a fucking electrician and know what the hell I'm doing. He's like, do you have a screwdriver? And I'm like, yeah, I know what that is. Go get it. And so, like, he literally has me popping off the little outlet things and pulling wires out of the wall, and he's trying to, like, direct me. And I'm like, bitch, I'm paying. Can you just do it? I I won't tell. I won't tell. It's our secret, but no, he wouldn't come in. Um, Yeah, so internet wasn't working. Washer dryer wasn't working. Air conditioning wasn't working. And you guys know it was hot as hell. I was dripping fucking sweat all summer long about Mm -hmm. to just commit homicide (laughs) i was about to go after the 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 investment company or you know the company that renovated my condo i was about to go after they asses i was like i was yeah at my wit's end with this condo (laughs) ashley thank you so much for joining us and we can't wait to have you back on thanks for sharing yes we're excited to share more mistakes and learning lessons and, and <laughs> Thank love. Thank you guys for having me. It was a blast. Anytime, y'all. Love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Next, we have owning a pet. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of my expectations, they're cute, wholesome. They're going to be my best friend. And by the way, I've had cats, dogs, fish, a hamster once. Mm-hmm. Um. The reality of the situation, especially when it comes to owning a dog, it's a lot of work. Especially because you got it as a puppy too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I've owned two two dogs in my life. And one, we got her at like nine months old. And the other one, he was like three months. So yeah. he was straight up puppy. <laughs> um, just be prepared for piss and shit everywhere, especially if they're, you know, puppy, kitten, young, mm-hmm. um, expensive as hell. Even getting my dog as a puppy, he has a lot of issues. He has a ton of allergies, like a, a lot of stuff that's just gone wrong that required like emergency trips to the vet. Oh, wow. That would have amounted to thousands of dollars in vet bills if it wasn't for pet insurance. So I recommend to anyone Mm-hmm. Do yourself a favor and get pet insurance, even if your animal is young and you don't think, you know, this is the point in time yeah. where they have issues. Think about it this way. If they have pre-existing issues that develop early enough, mm-hmm. that will not be covered by pet insurance if you pursue it later in life. Yeah. So what getting if you them didn't started know young. they were pre-existing? 
I mean, that's always or? that's always a possibility. But I'm a great actress. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, literally my experience. So I think I I think it's nationwide who uh-huh. I'm through. Um, but literally, it was like a questionnaire I filled out, okay. and they, they asked don't, like, me like the, your dog. No, <laughs> no, no. They were like, uh, "What kind of issues has your dog had? Like, what kind of medications mm-hmm. has he been on?" So they try to like suss that out. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, pet insurance fraud. That's so yeah. sad. Yeah. Uh, my friend, we went on a walk. Hi, David. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we went on a walk, and his dog adorable mm-hmm. um his name is Banff, as in badass motherfucker <gasps> no way <laughs> so he's already That's blessed awesome. with an angelic name um <laughs> but so cute but i guess like right now it's a senior dog um mm-hmm. but he has so many medical conditions right now yeah. and he's still like up and running so it's just the conditions yeah but he told me that he didn't have pet insurance and now it's like a pre-existing thing so yeah he has spent ten thousand dollars the last like year oh my god so it's just like it adds up mm -hmm. it's like having a child i don't know what having a child would be like but yeah i figure you probably spend easy ten thousand dollars on a child yeah and so that's i'm just like i i think my expectation reality would be that so i want a dog so bad i've Mm -hmm. always wanted one Mm -hmm. i love animals i want a pig like i already have this (laughs) idea of just like (laughs) a farm someday yeah, yeah, in the future. Yeah. Um, but just given my work at the time, mm-hmm. um, as well as my partner at the time, um, we didn't have time for dogs, so we got yeah. cats. Mm-hmm. And I've I like cats. Um, and I just assumed I'll tr- I'll just be like a very cool cat mom. Like not I won't go crazy or anything like that. Reality, I'm crazy. <laughs> like, she is. I think about my <laughs> I love my cat so much and I did not think I would be that person that would blow up your Instagram with cat stuff. Mm -hmm. But no, it's me. It me. It's me. (laughs) I blow up um, my Instagram stories with my cats. I love them. Mm -hmm. And I like, I go so far to the point where like I'll have full on conversations with Mm -hmm. them or I'll be at work at my computer. I'm just like, I wonder what Juniper is doing. And I'm just like, I wish I could just like text them. Like, and I tried. How are you guys? (laughs) The other day, I tried so hard to get Kathy to tell me which one was her favorite, mm-hmm. and she she <gasps> wouldn't tell me. Oh, I have another story. So, well, actually, I don't think you do have. I think you were genuine that yeah, you do no, not I have a favorite. Not choose. I yeah. had at work. They had a a pet costume contest uh-huh. where you had to submit your pet in their costume, and so I sent a picture of both of my cats because they're so cute, and my boss was like oh they're so cute yeah which one do you want to submit and I'm like I cannot choose like (laughs) no how dare you and then looking at my competition they were cute but my costumes were slaps they slapped they slaps (laughs) no they slapped (laughs) they slapped um they were (laughs) and the person that won got like $50. I'm like, see, this is how much I love you guys. I can't choose. I could have been rolling in $50. So you you literally just removed yourself from the competition because you couldn't choose. That's how deep your love goes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'll go into like a pet store and then I'll like take my time at a fucking food aisle and like, they fucking care. Yeah. (laughs) Or toys. Legit, I'll go to the toy section. Like, I'll stop by to get like, you know, re up his wet food, dry food, whatever. And while I'm there, I feel compelled. I have to get him a new toy. Yeah. So I go to the section. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, what would he like? But also what's something that's like, 
you know, reasonable that he's not going to destroy in five mm-hmm. seconds. You have to think about those things. I so know. there's a lot of And I don't, underneath my bed, I just have a bunch of cat toys. I'm crazy. <laughs> um, but but yeah. I feel like what did live up to the expectation is that my my dog is literally my best friend. Yeah. You love your cats so dearly. It's I know. Um, but Buddy, my dog, he's also very hyper. Mm-hmm. He's very anxious. He has leash aggression. Mm-hmm. He's completely dependent on myself and my boyfriend. Like, will not leave us alone. Yeah. Um, doesn't care about our sleep schedule or that it's our day off. <laughs> and keep in mind, like, you know, I've owned a dog before. I feel like I am better at it this time around, but it's still hard. So what I was going to say is before getting a dog or any living being for that matter, mm-hmm. you have to be honest with yourself. Do you really have the time, the energy, the budget, the patience, yeah. the commitment to really providing the care that it deserves? Mm-hmm. And even though cats are easy easier than dogs, just from mm-hmm. hearing everyone's experience, they still need attention. I mean, mm-hmm. I – I feel like my cats are very different. Like Juniper, she's a lot more cat-like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she, she'll she go to you when she wants. She's very yeah. – she's the typical. Super independent. Yeah. yeah. And then Peter is a lot more – he has tendencies like that are similar to a dog. Mm-hmm. Like if I throw something, he'll, he'll fetch or something. Or mm-hmm. like he'll just want to be in your presence and like climb on you constantly. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. So again, the expectation that stayed true – um, was that I would love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can attest to that. Yeah. You you love those cats. I know. So freaking much. Um, and then next under adulting, mm-hmm. college. Oh. So some of my expectations were that it was going to be the time of my life, mm-hmm. parties every weekend, keg meeting stands. new friends. <laughs> I had no keg stands. Lies. Lies. Scammers. <laughs> Um, meeting new friends. The reality of the situation was it was the most stressful period of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working full-time and a full-time student for much of that experience. Um, so that kind of threw a wrench into the whole party yeah. aspect of it. I don't think I was invited to a single party from someone in college. I think like the parties I did attend during that time, I piggybacked on like yeah. other friends who I didn't know. It was college. also just keep in mind that we went to school here in San Diego. Yeah. So we kind of already have our bubble. We have our group. Um, yeah. Same thing. I didn't go to any real like college movie like parties. I did go out a lot mm-hmm. like in Pacific PB. Beach. Like, all those yeah. like, uh, yeah, I cannot <laughs> anymore. But um, I remember that and also. I do remember I got invited to one thing. It was like when I first did my transfer over. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with you. I worked full time mm-hmm. and went to school. So yep. I did a lot of night classes. Night but yeah. there was this one class where I had in the daytime and then I had this long gap. And sometimes I'm like, is it worth going back home and forth like yeah. for four hours? I would so just, you just stay. stay at school. <laughs> and there's this one girl that like approached me immediately. And I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, I guess I'm meeting a friend today. Uh-huh. And then she got my number and she she was like, yeah, well, we, we do like this little club afterwards. Like I'm like, oh, cool, cool club. Yeah. Was it a church club? It was a freaking, or, or a yeah, it was scheme. like a, um, <laughs> it was a Christian club. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, damn it, I got roped in. And so I just, again, I'm really bad at confrontation. So yeah. I, she was like texting me for a good couple months until I finally was like, um, 
I'm Catholic by association, so I need to stick with my roots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I totally so it, could, it, it was either a pyramid scheme or uh, <laughs> it's going it into usually a when someone club. randomly walks up to you in a Target because that's that's happened to me multiple times <laughs> yeah. at Target for whatever reason. Um, run because it's <laughs> either they're trying to get you to go to their church or it's a, like a pyramid scheme and they're trying to like mentor you or, or whatever. Yeah, the hell they do. Um, <laughs> yeah, reflecting back, I think. Because when I graduated, I was 27. I was a little bit older than, like, mm-hmm. the majority of kids who attend school. Um, I think my peers were just, like, at a different point in na- in life. They were mm-hmm. much younger than me. And so it was harder to connect with people. Yeah. Um, but also I just didn't have the time. <laughs> yeah, same. And I think I – I had kind of the opposite. Like I finished in four years, but I think I was like putting so much stress on myself to finish Mm -hmm. that I didn't enjoy like the college life or whatever. Um, But it's fine. I mean, college is college. We learned. We No regrets. Yeah, no (laughs) regrets. Now we dive into media. So personally, I've been watching a lot of Disney, Pixar, animated children's movies. Mm -hmm. Um, to name a few, Onward, Coco, Soul, Over the Moon. So my expectations um, were that they were going to be cute, a nice distraction from like the issues of being an adult. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel like a little kid again. The reality, um, they make me question my life's purpose, my <laughs> thoughts on death, <laughs> taught me to appreciate life. How life is also about letting go, accepting what is. Yeah. Celebrating your loved ones even after they're gone. Like it's just deep. Very deep. I um, think, yeah. I think I am a lot better now, but I am pretty sensitive mm-hmm. with movies. Like if I watch a movie, I'll like think like um, Life is Beautiful, that Italian film about like the Holocaust. I've never seen that. That movie, I still think about it to this day. Really? Yeah. But just going with Disney, I'm, again, I said I'm not a big fan of Disneyland, Uh but not going to lie. I, I like a good Pixar movie if it, if I come across one. Uh Um, but it definitely (laughs) messes me up for a couple of days. No same. Like I remember just not, it wasn't even that, um, traumatic, but finding Nemo, (laughs) like watching that, I just remember, being so scared I was going to get lost and I was just like overthink like I just can't like there's some movies I still haven't watched from (gasps) Disney like I haven't I haven't watched the Toy Story that came out right when we graduated in 2010 that was so good I could I can't I know I'm going to get emotional like up yeah that movie I've never seen just because of everything that it is just from watching it face value like first of all it's a cartoon sad (laughs) old people cartoon sadder (laughs) kids Cartoon, sad. Animals, sad. It's just sad. It's just nothing but <laughs> sadness and like, depression. I just know it's going to be sad. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I get that. But um, I I personally love Up, though. Yes, mm-hmm. it's sad. It has sad moments in yeah. there. Um, and just like a little admission here, mm-hmm. I will one day name my child Up after. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> after the wife. The wife. I don't want to spoil it for you, but I don't want to spoil it for I, our, our Well, listeners. doesn't they the tell wife, the whole thing in the very beginning, Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes, but 
You, okay, you can just, we'll just watch it. Just okay. watch it. Whatever. She dies. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Her name is Ellie. I will name my child. Ellie. Like, I want to name my children after Disney. <laughs> That's psychotic. <laughs> I wanted to name all my animals. I'm <laughs> like, my name. Like, kids. your stuffed animals? No. Oh, oh like sorry. Real breathing animals. Oh, oh, oh. Um, all the characters from To Kill a Mockingbird. She doesn't have stuffed animals. I'm I sorry. don't have stuffed animals. I have one. Just one on okay, her two. bed right now. I have two. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to name my pig Boo. Oh. Um, a cat like Scout, but obviously these cats, I had to ask someone else to chime in for the names. But um, yeah. But no, Disney, cute, like Ariel, oh. Ariola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, D- Disney, Pixar, anything animated with like a deep message, it really hits me in the feels. Yeah. Most you recently- wouldn't expect it. No, totally unexpected. Yeah. Soul was the most recent one we mm-hmm. saw. Cry- bawling crying mm-hmm. at the very end. Mm-hmm. Like, it made me question my entire yeah, life. Yeah, I, I can't watch that. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing, just, like, movies that we used to love. Yes. Prior and then re-watching it. Or even shows. Um, again, Laguna mm-hmm. Beach, another example. When I <laughs> We first- mentioned this one before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I first watched it, I thought – Kristen was um was mean mm-hmm. and a bitch. I thought Lauren was amazing and I thought Steven was like the hottest thing in the world. Yeah. I watched it a second time. Steven's a freaking asshole. Yeah. Like when he um when they go to Cabo and he calls like Kristen a slut constantly yeah. and he grabs her like yeah. if that were to show nowadays that's assault. Yes. Um, exactly. Lauren is kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like going after this guy that obviously does not like her and i'm just like lauren <laughs> and jason's an alcoholic and a drug yes <laughs> and then kristen and she 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 skips paris for I him know, no girl no <laughs> um and then kristen is actually a mood that we should all strive to be i mean yeah she had like her tendencies to be like the mean girl but she was actually mean in all the right areas like yeah <laughs> she stood up for what she wanted she like was above Steven. Like, mm-hmm. go Kristen, two thousand eight or two thousand whatever. Year whenever you yeah. graduated, <laughs> uh, another just like movies in general. I bringing down the house was like one of my favorite movies when I was little. I don't remember. It's with that Steve one. Martin and Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. But when I rewatched it, it's very like it. Race profiling was really bad in it. Like it's just mm. like the stereotypes, and it just made me really uncomfortable. I couldn't even finish it. Mm. Um, another one would be the wedding planner. I used to think that was such a good movie. He's a cheater. He's a cheater. <laughs> like no, I think now that after going through a couple of things, you become a lot more cynical when you watch stuff because you actually experience some stuff. Yeah. But I just like watching that. I couldn't get past the fact that. You're fuck. You were. Why did you dance with her? <laughs> why? And those. That, why did you bond over peanut M and M? I know. And chocolate one. Fucking Anna. Like that. It makes no sense. Like it's still the same coating. It's the same type. You know the artificial coloring. Like yeah. oh my gosh, it's brown. Like it's no, brown, it's the so same. It's, it's just the it's fucking brown. Color. So it's the cho- it's the one that's really chocolate. Do you no. even know? Do you even know how artificial coloring <laughs> works? <laughs> yeah, just like any movie that had some type of. Um, cheating or affairs, I, it yeah. just gone. Yeah. Like, um, you've got mail was probably one of my favorite movies too. I love me a good Meg Ryan, yeah. Tom Hanks yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but rewatching it, I totally forgot that she was already in. They were both in a relationship and they were messaging each other. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like right when I watched, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
So just stuff like that. And also in reality, if I don't know if you watched this movie, but if someone that you know, if you had a small business and you had this guy from a big corporate that you were talking to and then your business shut down and that guy could have helped you and you yeah. were in this romantic relationship with him and he's still like hating on you mm-hmm. that's not cute i don't give a fuck i don't care if he shows How up with a dog romance? at the end yeah when like a, a big corporation like in the movie yeah he has like a huge bookstore yeah and he takes down her little you used uh uh what's called like thrift like, bookstore or like a very like small business yes bookstore. super small yeah no, and, and he they like meet online on and he knows mm-hmm. and he's hating on her doing mm-hmm. all this i'm just like that's not love that like reinforces the idea like what we were told as kids like if a boy makes fun of you he actually likes you yeah. <laughs> no run <laughs> no one for one for me personally um i've always considered breakfast at tiffany's to be my favorite movie mm-hmm. i've literally watched it like dozens of times yeah i can recite lines from the movie mm-hmm. it's just like a, a classic that stands out to me but the reality is I've watched it again re- recently. It's been like the first time in maybe a year that mm-hmm. I've seen it. And I just could not see past its flaws. Yeah. No, that um, had some – I yeah, same thing. I rewatched it like mm-hmm. – Recent. Yeah, the eight, like how they talk about – was it Rooney? M- Mickey Rooney. Mickey yeah, Rooney, like yeah. I know – I understand it's from a different time, but mm-hmm. I'm – I was just like so mad that I couldn't even finish watching it. Like what you were saying, whitewashing in film was really big at the time. Like Mm -hmm. Mickey Rooney, he plays an um, an Asian character, Mr. Yinioshi. Yeah. And just like the overt stereotypes that they perpetuate. He's wearing a kimono practically the entire movie. They're appropriating facial features, Mm -hmm. satirizing the way that he behaves. Yeah. It's racist and it's othering and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that women are depicted, you only have a purpose if you like, or 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 if you um, like you you can only make something of yourself if you find a well-to-do man to mm-hmm. fall in love with, and only then is your life complete, yeah. or only then can you be happy. Mm-hmm. And freaking Paul Farjack, who's the <laughs> who's the romantic interest in this movie. She calls him Fred the entire time. Yeah. She doesn't even call him by his actual name. How disrespect. And she doesn't even name the cat. <laughs> she doesn't name the It's a she, nameless cat. Poor cat without cat. a name. Yeah. <laughs> and like Paul Varjak, he's a struggling author and like a sensitive type, but he loves Holly for who she is and accepts her, mm-hmm. which is the point of love. But she refuses to acknowledge it until she finds out the rich man that she's pursuing from Venezuela calls it off. And only then does she finally lean into Paul, which reinforces this idea that we cannot just be alone. Like, you always have to have someone. If it wasn't your first choice, you have this nice little backup option. Mm -hmm. And I love love that movie because when I was, like, super into, Mm -hmm. like, fashion and stuff like that, like, Givenchy was, like, She was was very chic. Yeah, like, it was, like, that movie kind of made Mm -hmm. the little black dress really Mm -hmm. good, like, Coco Chanel did at first, and then, like, this Mm -hmm. dress. So I loved it for, like, that fashion element of it. But, yeah, it wasn't the best. Like, I love Audrey Hepburn. Love her. Um, But there's another movie that was my favorite called My Fair Lady by Mm -hmm. Audrey, like, and she was in it. Um, and basically there's like a bet where 
Henry Higgins has to like take her and like make her into this woman. Uh Um, And it was just like rewatching it with like different values and understanding of like feminism and all of that. Mm -hmm. I was just, it was harder to watch. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's not cool. And then going back to like that fantasy man perpetuated on Mm -hmm. shows and all of that. um, How if they're just really emotional and their guard is up because they were heartbroken and then they're just like mean to you and all of that. But you can fix them. I Mm -hmm. think just fucking run. Like don't. (laughs) Like in reality, if that happens just from experience, no. (laughs) Just (laughs) Just shut it down. Yeah. Like yeah, he's been cheating and doing all this stuff, but I can change him. And in the movies, usually she does change Mm -hmm. him. And he just like realizes like, oh my gosh, you're the one. In actuality, no, just don't Mm -hmm. waste your time. Yeah, for sure. No, I I agree. Like I think the way that men are perpetuated in TV and film. And girls too. Girls are, if they're successful, then Mm -hmm. you're a fucking bitch. Like the proposal, um, like like, Anna, uh, what's that? Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. How she yeah. is perpetuated as like, if she's successful, yeah. she If a man is successful in film or TV, mm-hmm. they're they're um, depicted as like intimidating, Bachelor, really strong. Nice, cool. Yeah. But a woman, she does the same exact thing she's and she's called a bitch. bitch. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, no. But that reminds, since you mentioned the whole job thing, mm-hmm. like what it, I don't know about My Fair Lady because I've never seen that mm-hmm. one, but looking back to Breakfast at Tiffany's, like, what did she even do as a job? Like, she didn't have a job. Like, what, hanging out with old men and collecting $50 every time yeah, smoking really she would long go to the cigarettes. powder room? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like, those long-ass cigarettes. Yeah. And also, look at where they live. Okay, that mm-hmm. was, was that New York. I don't know the price points back then, but it's just like – You'll watch shows like Friends and all of this stuff and you expect like that's it. Like at that age, you're going to have this big ass home and like with stairs and stuff. But in yeah. actuality, in, like in New York at mid 20s. Do you know you what really your income has to be to afford that? <laughs> like that Come is on. not real. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel like a lot of the times um, various forms of media, the way, you know, people are portrayed and whatnot, like it's damaging. Yeah. It, men and women included. But it's entertaining, um, so yeah. I guess. <laughs> but now I feel like I have to figure out what my new favorite movie is because I can't, <laughs> I cannot call that my my favorite movie anymore. Like I just can't. I don't no. have it within me. Um, but yeah, the whole like men chivalrous, caring, romantic, funny, handsome, mm-hmm. great communicators, emotional, unafraid to talk Sites about their poetry feelings. Poetry on whim. Yeah, like, they they uh, memorize poetry like that. And same things for the other. Happen. I mean, we amplify this like chill girl on TV that's very like quirky and does all mm-hmm. this stuff um, mm-hmm. that has no job but has like this big ass apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like, I go to Home Goods. I know how much that stuff is. Like, it's definitely not priced <laughs> at fucking below fifty. Um, so yeah, I think it's just like this image that we. We just are entertained by, so it is what it is. But I think we could definitely change it to make it a little bit more realistic so we're not, like, growing up watching it again and being like, well, fuck this. And even though I do say that sometimes, like, I wouldn't consider myself a cynic. Mm -hmm. I do think it's possible to find that combination of a man that they represent to you. Um, But it's a lot harder than Mm -hmm. how they make it seem. You have to go through a ton of failed experiences and yeah. growth, learning about yourself and healing before you get to that point. I know. And You're not going to meet him in a flower patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel like not only 
you know, what we were saying is damaging to both men and women, yeah. but it's damaging to what real relationships represent. They're hard. They're struggle, real struggles, not just what they show in the movies. Like there was a misunderstanding and it didn't actually happen. Yeah. And it, like, that's just how the plot thickens. Mm-hmm. And then the couple breaks up, but then they reunite they after they realize like, that- with a boom box outside your window. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but if that were to happen, that's fucking freaky. Like, yeah, you know, no, that's someone a throws point. rocks, throws rocks. In totally. Your window. Like what, how they, how they show men in the movies, like when they're sweet and persistent looks a lot like stalking in real life. Yeah. Like, there, true story, there was a point in time where someone showed up to my car in a dark parking lot after I got out of a night class mm-hmm. at my community college. It was like 10 p.m. Yeah. And they were just sitting there waiting for me. And it was one of the most creepiest experiences I've ever had. But in the movies, it probably mm-hmm. plays some like inspirational Sufon music. Stevens in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll just like. <laughs> yeah, it's like glowing and. You know, but no, in actuality, it's scary. Yeah. Now we're gonna get into uh, a happier topic: <laughs> political climate. <laughs> <laughs> so, when Trump was elected as the forty-fifth president of the United States, my America. expectation, <laughs> <laughs> my expectation, was that it would be hell and the end of hope as we know it. The reality was that that was pretty on brand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I already felt that way prior to this last Wednesday. Um, But I mean, for those of you who live in a black hole, like a bunch of Trump's supporters stormed the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our leader of the country basically incited a coup on the Capitol, resulting in the death of five people, some of who were his own followers. All because he could not take a damn seat and admit his own defeat. Um, which I feel like accepting the results of the election is maturity, mm-hmm. growth, accountability. It's logic. It's fucking democracy. It's democracy. All of which clearly Trump has demonstrated time and time again he does not have within himself and he does not respect. Mm-hmm. So... Perhaps if he was a true public servant who valued American democracy instead of the power-hungry, narcissistic bigot that he is, it could have been possibly redeeming for him. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Bye, Don, and welcome Biden. <laughs> yeah. um, and just to piggyback on that, mm-hmm. uh, it was extremely disheartening, and I think – I know everyone has their own truths. I can't force someone to think a certain way. I can't. But I think what should would be logic. (laughs) Um, If someone is spewing hate and it's captured via video or fucking via text and I just feel like isn't that enough? Mm -hmm. Like isn't that – shouldn't that just be the truth at that time? It's not like it's hidden. It's not like it's a conspiracy theory. We see it. We see it for like in our eyes. Yeah. We're witnessing it. Yeah. And also just to go a little bit on that, we obviously don't want to be like a political source for your information (laughs) because, because we're far from that. But what the fuck are they fighting for? (laughs) Like to be serious, I don't like, I get when, 
<laughs> women's rights, we're protesting for women's rights. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, we're protesting for black lives and to not get them killed. Yeah. Are you, you're just, you lost. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. And you know what? We have in the next four years, like, prove yourself. They're like, fighting for maintaining the status quo. Yeah. Like, they're fighting to maintain white supremacy and the systems that uphold it. That's exactly. what they're fighting. Because we're not taking any way, anything from you. We're not taking away the guns. We're not mm-hmm. taking away the police. We're not, like, you haven't lost anything <laughs> right. in this. Right. So it's, to me, it's just What like battle a, are they fighting? Yeah. Yeah. So expectations, I expected, I mean, I'm hoping for, obviously, I really want a peaceful um, transfer of power. Like, that's my hope. Like, it's it's scary. And I would be lying if I said, like, I haven't cried over this. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it's scary. And I just, it's, expectations, I want it to be fine. (laughs) Reality. It's a mess. It's and, far from it. Yeah. yeah. And like, let's not forget the great things that happen on January 6th as well. I mean, Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now for embarrassing encounter. Embarrassing encounters. Sing it, Kathy. Embarrassing encounters. Embarrassing. <laughs> Just wrap it. <laughs> um, so my embarrassing encounter from this last week, we spent some time at our friend Ambry's house mm-hmm. who has an adorable, well-behaved little angel multi-doodle. Actually, I'm not sure if that's the combination. <laughs> A little doodle McPoodle. Doodle multi-poodle. <laughs> multi-poo something. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm sorry. His name is Rue, though. And... Being that she's just an amazing dog mom, she encourages him very much socially. Mm-hmm. So we were FaceTiming her when we were filming last Sunday, and she suggested that during our hangout, I bring my dog, Buddy, whom I adopted during the middle of the pandemic, and he has basically had zero contact with other <laughs> dogs and even fears them, I'd say. Um so she encouraged us, to, encouraged me to bring him to the hang, and I assured her that it was a very bad idea. Kathy can attest to this, <laughs> right, Kathy? I warned her. Yes. Um, but she insisted. So I arrived to her place, and immediately, Buddy is very vocal about his anxiety over the situation. He mm-hmm. wants absolutely nothing to do with Rue. And he proceeds to stress shit all over Amory's floor and onto her entryway rug. And I mean the smell. <laughs> but there was – I just like looking at Buddy's face because I saw it happen. And he just looked like – his face was just lit up with like, I'm a dog. <laughs> but the, the, right after it happened and I was cleaning it up like – Kathy and I made eye contact and we just started like cracking up. Like it, it was just, yeah, I don't regret it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ambry, but I'm glad that it happened because it was just like a blissful little moment where it was just hilarious. And nothing was ruined. We cleaned. Um, and just her place is so cute too, like Ambry's place. And I was just it like, is. oh gosh, like the juxtaposition of like yeah. the shit and yeah. this nice ass condo. Yes. But that wasn't all. Even after I took Buddy out to use the bathroom, he ended up peeing on her floor a little bit later. <laughs> and I just want to make an, a, a public apology. 
Ambry, I'm sorry again. <laughs> Safe to say Buddy has officially christened her place and she probably never wants us back. So. <laughs> but, but we're going to come back. But <laughs> yeah. Um, we invite ourselves. I didn't really have anything for mine happened this week, like embarrassing wise. Uh, I was an angel. <laughs> uh, but I do have one like that involves Ambry as well. Okay. So we met at work and we did a brunch thing. And this was like kind of at the beginning a part of our friendship where you're still like going out with your coworkers, but kind of feeling them out too. Yeah. Um, so it was me, Ambry, and like our other couple of friends. Um, and I had brunch, but I had to leave a little bit early. And it was a nice brunch. Like it was an all you can eat. We had like champ- mimosas constantly come to the table. I couldn't drink that much just because I had work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got my, I thought it was just my bill because I had to leave. And the price point was like, almost $300 a person no but yeah a person I thought that's what I meant and so in the moment like I was like I don't want to I don't want to like freak out it's maybe this is like what they're used to and uh-huh. I need to get used to it or something like or maybe this is probably the last time I'm gonna hang out with them. this is what it means to work in hospitality I know. <laughs> um and so I paid the bill and I left I'm like okay I mean the food was good. <laughs> and then Ambry texts me and she's like, why did you pay for all of our, <laughs> our whole brunch? And I'm just like, oh, I thought that was my bill. Because I didn't know how much it was going in. Yeah. Um, so she Venmoed me the money back. And yeah, I know we bring it up a couple of times the past <laughs> couple of years. So I'm very relieved that mm-hmm. their choices aren't Right. Uh, I would not have gone to brunch if I knew it would have been that much money. Um, But yeah, that was embarrassing. But at least they know I was down because I paid the bill. (laughs) Yeah. So there. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to our everything and anything episode. Everything but the bagel episode. Everything but. Should that be our episode title? We might. Uh, okay, think, that's, to come, that's to come. That's yeah. to come. Yeah. Sidebar. 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 <laughs> We're going to make it slappy. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening to another episode. Yes. Thank you. And stay safe and stay healthy. And we hope that all of your dreams come true. And be nice to everyone. <laughs> and be kind. Eat a cookie. Just remember, kindness is free. Yes. <laughs> I know you hate those cheesy <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, love. And smile now, cry later. Until next time. Bye. bye.